You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. I want to pick up right where we left off on last week. We were talking about two sites. Um, we dealt in the area of how as believers there is a spiritual site as well as a uh, natural site. And as believers, once we're born again, it's very important that we begin to see um, through the eyes of our spiritual perception, especially regarding spiritual things. Why? Because the Bible lets us know that spiritual things are foolish to the natural mind. Now, a couple of things I just want to give you real quickly. We left off at um, one of the things that we have to do is begin to prioritize our relationships. Once we discover who we are in Christ, we determine or we discover that we have been predestined for a particular purpose. Now, let me say this regarding the two sites. If you remember on last week, we went to Second Kings and how the king of Syria were going against uh, or trying to plot against Israel. And the prophet Elijah was letting the king of Israel know the king of Syria's area move. So they sought after Elisha, found him in Dothan, and surrounded the city. Elisha's servant became greatly afraid. And he asked Elisha, what shall we do? And Elisha said this, Lord, open his eyes that he may see, which indicates he had sight, but he wasn't discerning with his spiritual eyes. Now, let me say this. Notice in that text, this is 2 Kings 6, around verse 17, Elisha did not say, Lord, open his eyes that he may see the horses and chariots around us. He said, open his eyes that he may see. That word see in the, in the Hebrew simply means to have visions, to discern, to perceive. So, in other words, he was asking the Lord, let this man perceive what's going on, not just relative to this situation, but have a heart of discernment. And as Christians, we have to have a heart of discernment. We've seen in Proverbs 29, 18, where there's no vision, people run wild. And you've heard me quote this years for years. When you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So when you have no idea what your purpose is, when you have no idea what that thing before the foundations of the world God predestined you to do, you can literally abort your God-given destiny. Now, we also see, and, and I'm just kind of going ahead of myself, but you can um, get last week's city in Colossians 1, 15 uh, and 16, if you want to put that up, New Living Translation. Let me say this. You were created by God for God. You were created by God for the purpose of God. You were created by God for God. So whatever it is, once you discover, come into the revelation of knowledge of what it is God predestined you to do, that thing will be used to attract others into his kingdom. So you're not a physician just to be a physician, but to gather other physicians into the kingdom of God. You're not a teacher just to be a teacher, but you are a teacher to gather other teachers in the kingdom of God. 
You're not into fashion just to be into fashion. Those who understand that calling know, but there are people in that industry. You don't want to be an actress or an actor just for the sake of making money. No, but those who know that this is my calling. You're not in. You, listen, you're not in, in Hollywood for our Hollywood to influence you. You are in Hollywood to influence Hollywood. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. There go those of you who missed Wednesday night. Here go another nugget. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God did what? Created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made things uh, we can see and things that we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, authorities, and unseen world. Everything was created through him. And so you have a God-given destiny. Now, this is very important because if you have no idea what that thing is, you will literally forfeit the purpose in which you were created. Now, here go a prophetic exhortation. I need you to write this down. The Lord said there are some of you who have settled and you need to be stirred. Now, when I say settle, I'm talking in the sense. You need to write this down. Settle in the sense of just like you take uh, wine that has been fermented. Well, once it sits for a while, the elements sit at the bottom of the jar or whatever it may be sitting in. And if you want the true flavor, it needs to be stirred. Okay? So, in other words, there are those of you whom we have not seen the true you because you have allowed yourself to become settled. So you need to be agitated. You need to be stirred. You need to be awakened. In other words, you need to make some changes. Uh, and see, here's the thing about once you settle, you become comfortable. And it makes it that much harder to you to become mobile. So paralysis set in. Oh, man. This is, this is the Lord. And he said it's time. Listen to this. This is what the spirit of the living God is saying. He said it's time to take a good hard look at relationships in the kingdom of God and outside of the kingdom of God. <laughs> I, I'm just giving you what he said. Now, let's go back to 2 Timothy. So, so we need to take a good hard look at our relationships, our sphere of influences. Some of you are going to be upset when you wake up. Because you're going to discover all of the things that you missed. Because you were looking through the wrong set of eyes or lenses. Now, I want to show you this because we're talking about eliminating the wrong people from your life. And notice the exhortation from Holy Spirit is we need to take a good long look, good hard look, excuse me, at our relationships in the church as well as outside of the church. So, uh, as I stated last week, you have those who are in the kingdom of God, church people, and those who are of the kingdom of God, kingdom citizens. So just because you are a member of a church doesn't necessarily mean that you are a part of that church. Just because you are in the kingdom of God doesn't necessarily mean you are a part of the kingdom of God. That doesn't mean that you're not saved. It just means that I haven't discovered my purpose. At least to the degree where I am now using my God-given purpose to help advance the kingdom in the church, I know we're the church, but in the local body where he has called me. Listen, first, excuse me, 2 Timothy 3, verse 1. But I understand, that, but understand this, 
Will you read along with me? That in the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble will come. Difficult days that would be hard to bear. For people will be lovers of self. Listen, hold on. Narcissistic. Self for all about self. Lovers of money. Impaled by greed. Boastful. Arrogant. Revilers. Disobedient to parents. Not just earthly, even spiritual parents. Ungrateful, unholy, profane. This is folk that not just outside of the world. These are Christians who are doing such things. Paul is talking to a pastor, Timothy. He's encouraging this young pastor. Share this with the church, with your flock. (laughs) Verse 3, and they would be unloving, devoid of natural human affection, callous and inhumane. Irreconcilable, malicious, got malicious gossips, devoid of self-control, intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good. Listen. See, it's listen, it's time to take a good hard look at the people that you're hanging around. Verse four. Traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasure rather than lovers of good, of God, excuse me. Holding to a form of outward godliness. And, and see, they do just like Miriam and Aaron. The Lord speaks to me too. This is just an example. I know pastor said the Lord said, but he told me something different. See, th- that's dangerous. Are you here? Relative to the vision that he is over or she is over. Although they have denied its power for their conduct nullifies their claim of faith. Do you see that? The conduct lets you know that perhaps you're just in the kingdom and not of the kingdom. What does the scripture say? Avoid such people and keep away from them. Avoid such people and keep away from them. Now, let's start where we left off last week. First point, and this is where I left off last week. You have to prioritize your relationships. Write this down. Prioritize your relationships. And understand this, when it comes to building relationships, it takes time that people aren't always willing to devote. You, you can't be, you can't just jump into relationships so carelessly. Proverbs 26, Proverbs 12, 26. Write this point down. Building relationships takes time that people often aren't willing to devote. So you just can't jump into a relationship. Look what the scripture says about the righteous. The righteous should choose his friends carefully. What does Hold on. How? You should be very meticulous. For the way of the wicked leads them astray. You shall know a tree by the fruit that it produces. Are you careful when it comes, careful when it comes to choosing those whom you allow in your inner circle? Because we're going to see here in a minute, uh, there are three types of people that we're going to encounter throughout life. And you need to know who's who. Yeah, you need to know who's who. Notice he says, the righteous should choose his friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them. So you have to be selective and determine your associations carefully. And just because he or she looks good is not a legitimate reason to allow them in. Just because they have a quote unquote good job is not necessarily a reason to let them in. You want to prioritize with persons with whom you spend time with and know, listen, know why they are in your life. Know why they are in your life. And let me say this. You know, sometimes Rico and them, 
Rico and them, my old junior high school buddies, you got to know where to let certain people off. Just because you roll with me through college doesn't necessarily mean you got to ride with me now. I'm on a diff- I'm riding with a different team now. And if we're not seeing eye to eye, I love you. But you have to know where to let people off. Listen, everybody's not meant for the long haul. Anybody ever rode a mega bus? I haven't, but I'm sure. I've, I've ridden uh, Greyhound before. But from, from point A to point Z, there were destinations along the way that certain ones got off. Whereas there were, certain, there were other those of us who rolled all the way through. And relationships are the same way. You have to know who gets off in Georgia. You have to know who gets off in California. You have to know who gets off in New York City. And just because you roll with me here does not mean that you get to ride with me there. See, you've heard me say this before. Some of you got to get bold and tell them. This is old school right here. I'm going old school. Tell them, listen, I had a glimpse of my future. And guess what? You are not in it. Boy, I, boy, I wish I had about three people that said, Pastor, I, boy, boy that's, that's some good teaching. Don't worry about these jeans, man. It ain't based upon what you wear. I, just give me the word, man of God. Well, if he had a suit on, I could receive. See, you in the natural. It's wrong. Religious. I sense that somebody viewing live streams is a, a religious person. Well, he don't look like a preacher. That's the problem. That's why it was hard for folk to receive Jesus, because he didn't look like the Messiah. You're too busy looking for somebody who looked like. And that's what's wrong now. You're looking for the wrong thing. Boy, I wish I had about three witnesses. It's good anyhow. I know I'm called. Listen. Let me prove that. 2 Corinthians 6. I have to get this information to you. Since it's kind of overcast, y'all know when it's overcast, I get an extra five minutes. I get an extra five minutes. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. Notice I said, Rico and them can't always go. Cheryl them. I'm going to talk how they. Cheryl them. Not them. Them. D-E-M. Cheryl them. They can't come. Do not be un. Boy, look at this. Do not be unequally bound together with unbelievers. Uh, This is an unbeliever. When two people have opposing beliefs. Y'all religious folk just limit to that to save and not save. No, it's two individuals who have opposing beliefs. That could mean save, not save, both save. See, you know what people do? Well, pastor, the pastor don't know. I'm, I'm giving. That's why I'm giving you Bible, cause God knows. I'm giving you what the Word says. Pastor don't know how he don't know how I feel. But yeah, but that, that's why we giving you Scripture. Do not make mismatched alliances with them inconsistent with your faith. Wow. Do not make mismatched alliances with them inconsistent with your faith. Do you see this? Do not, I'm going to say it again, make, well, Pastor, Pastor, you don't know, Pastor. Here go one of the biggest lies. When you prayed about it and God Give you an out that none of the rest of us can have. 
In other words, he make, he make allotments for you because you have a special case. So he's going to go against his word this time for you. Boy, y'all missed that. In other words, man, God, that's when people, you know, they get a revelation other than, see, that's not Bible. God's not going to reveal something to you that's outside of his word. Prime example, he's not going to give me a revelation. I get up here and give me a revelation. Well, I had the Lord give me a revelation that, that, that I could have 15 wives at the same time. Man, sit yourself down before we hit you over the head. Some of y'all didn't even, y'all agree with that? Okay. Y'all kind of look like, I don't know, Pastor. Hey, watch this. Do you know why people make investments in various areas of their lives? Do you know why most people make investments? Why? Because you want a big return. Why keep investing your time and energy into relationships that yields no return? Boy, I need to say that again. Why keep investing your time and energy into relationships that yield, I'm talking about not even a little bit, nothing. I mean, watch this. One bad investment after another. That didn't work. You come up with this. That didn't work. Uh, yeah, the chords on. You make it. Hey, hey, the preacher down. The teacher's his brother get crunk because it's good. That's why he, he get crunk like that. But see, he, he see the, uh, that's Pastor Tracy though. You, no, I I'm on program two. That you on program one. See, he got me on program. You know, y'all know Pastor be Pastor be slaying folk. Ha! Has to be getting down with the get down. I'm almost warm. Well, I'm warm, but you know, I got the like a choo-choo train. Pass to come out like a greyhound. I got to get my heart rate up. Why? I'm gonna say that again. Keep investing your time and energy into relationships that yields no return. Making decisions that invest before you make decisions that withdraw is critical. For your survival. I say it again. Making decisions that invest before you make decisions that withdraw is critical for your, for, for your survival. That's financial and relational. Did y'all hear what I just said? Making decisions that invest. In other words, what are you bringing? When we sit down at the table. Now, you see what I'm bringing. Where your stuff uh, boy, y'all. Now, no, 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 no. Mine is on the table. Now, now I, I don't want to hear what you planning to do. I, I, I don't want to hear who owe you. What God said in a vision. What do you have today that you can put on the table? Is he yelling? Look at your neighbor and say this. If you want to move from being settled, from just surviving to success, you must begin by investing in those who are investing into you. So if you want to get somewhere, you have to begin to invest in people who are investing into you. Pour into others who can pour into you? Do y'all have an empty cup? Can I get an empty glass? Do we have an empty glass? 
What did I just say? <sighs> Poor. Oh, 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 so you're going to be smart. Okay, I see you. I see you. That's, 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 that's good. That's good. I feel you. That's what's up. That's what's up. No empty cups in the house. No, no empty cups. What about in, in the way? Now, y'all serving donuts and coffee and all that. Now, give me one of the coffee. Y'all don't care if the, y'all short a cup. That, them, that's for the coffee. Pour me some. He cannot or she cannot pour into you if they're empty. And where most folk are messing up, you are fooling with folk who cannot pour into you. You got to start connecting with folk who got something so when you pour, they got something to pour back. Why are you fooling with folk who have nothing to offer? Saved? The true barometer to help you to help you evaluate the relationships. I wish y'all would write this down. Y'all sitting here looking like you mad because the Lord trying to get you out of your place of comfort. You mean to tell me you upset and they have nothing to pour into you rather than looking at me with that righteous indignation. You should be shouting, Pastor, thank you. They just as dry as the desert. They're just as dry as a thirsty man needing water. Thank you. The true barometer to help you evaluate the relationships to invest in must center on this significant question. How does this person fit into my destiny and purpose? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.